Well, hi, I'm Micah, and this is my wife, Lucy. Uh, we've been married for 18 and a half years. We have three kids, uh, ages 14, 12, and almost nine. I guess we're going to show you a picture of our family. Maybe? Oh, there we are. Yeah. We look pretty nice there. In that picture, things had just begun to turn around. But for well over a decade, the normal for our marriage was exhausting. Several times we were just in agreement that our marriage was terrible and we were only together because of our commitment to God. Yeah, I'm one of five kids. I was born in Kentucky. I grew up in Illinois. I was raised in a Christian family and taken to church. My dad was a strict my way or the highway type of guy. My mom was soft and avoided conflict. Sometimes they would fight, but my dad always won. Growing up, I never, well, sometimes they would fight, but growing up, I never had any issues looking at anything inappropriate on the internet, mostly because there wasn't an internet, so I didn't have any struggles that way. Um, but I did have access to things like Sports Illustrated swimsuit issues, and that's the beginning of my issues with eyes and heart, which would lead to harder issues later in life. Uh, I grew up hearing in church that I should give my life to Christ, but I always felt like I wasn't good enough, and I needed to get ready before I came to Christ. After a trip to visit uh, college uh, on my senior year with my mom, she shared with me that, hey, you've got this backwards. You need to give your life to Christ. He'll help you clean that up. Uh, so shortly before I went to college, I gave my life to Christ. Uh, as a new believer and in college, uh, I tried to follow God as a freshman, but I lived kind of a double life. Um, I stayed out late at clubs and would get up early in the morning and go to church by myself. Um, my roommates and friends didn't go to church, so I felt pretty lonely in that regard. Well, I grew up in East Texas in a Christian home. My dad was the engineer type, not great with feelings. Uh, he did have a temper when I was younger, but I got to see as he grew in his relationship with the Lord, he also grew in kindness and gentleness. Mom was and still is kind of... Um, confusing, kind of like Texas weather. You never really knew what you were going to get. Um, I gave my life to God when I was 11. I enjoyed being an active member of the youth group. I went to church camp, youth rallies, and looked forward to attending a conservative Christian college. I was pretty oblivious to my ditches, which were things like people-pleasing, body image, angry outbursts with those people closest to me, and generally not placing my worth in who God said I was. I went to Harding University as a freshman with an eating disorder and very high levels of insecurity. Yeah, I met Lucy for the first time at Harding, and our circles crossed often on campus. Over the first summer, I thought of her often and then decided to ask her out. Uh, our first date was to the campus bowling alley. Uh, the Princess Bride was playing. I bowled the best game I've ever bowled, which was a 200. Still have not, not reached that since. Uh, she was super impressed. Um, <laughs> after that, we dated for two years, and our dating relationship was characterized by uh, my attempts to lead, but really not knowing how to lead. Um, I really didn't have an idea of how to date a Christian, although I did want to honor God with our relationship. Uh, Lucy tried to coach me on things like Southern manners, on how to open doors and other niceties that I didn't learn growing up north. Um, our discussions at, at times would escalate, and we learned in, in dating that we were both escalators. Um, but that didn't seem like a problem to me, because that's what I saw as a kid growing up. Um, I proposed to Lucy, and we were married six months later. 
Micah was an amazing boyfriend. He took me on fun, creative dates. He left surprises in my car. He bought me flowers all the time and even proposed in a hot air balloon. He... Air. <laughs> Look at that guy. <laughs> we need to keep this for my kids. <laughs> he literally swept me off my feet. I was very flattered and appreciative of his pursuit. Um, I began to understand that my eating disorder was sinful and shared with a few close friends, including Micah. We both happily overlooked issues in our relationship like escalating arguments. We were married with me fresh out of college and him still in graduate school. We were poor in love and naive. Sorry. Nope, you're good. Yeah, our first year of marriage was really a mixed bag. Uh, It was difficult, fun, and crazy. Uh, We lived in Arkansas at the time in a duplex. I went to school and Lucy taught high school. Uh, We knew a few people through church but didn't have very many friends. Um, when we did have conflict, often we would do things like yell, we'd slam the doors, and then one of us would go on a long walk. Um, I was critical of our differences and tried to get my way through yelling. Our early marriage was a roller coaster with unhealthy conflict resolution. Uh, we moved to Dallas a few months later and both fully entered the working world. Uh, as marriage continued, our ditches became trenches. It was a stressful time. Uh, I ended up losing my job, and instead of seeking God in times of difficulty, I sought an escape through looking at women on the internet. I felt guilt and shame after looking at things, but then often felt drawn back to it when I, when I felt low. Lucy found my internet history and confronted me about it. I saw it hurt her and resolved to stop. Fast forward to when um, our second child was born. We had been married for seven years. Uh, This is when, in my eyes, the wheels just kind of came off. Finances were tight. Sleep was a rarity. The second baby was often inconsolable. um, And life was just kind of a nightmare. Again, instead of turning to God in my struggle, this time I turned to viewing pornography. I hid my sin as best I could, but due to the guilt and shame, I often took out my anger on Lucy. Pornography robbed me of my ability to be pleased with Lucy's body, and it made me extremely critical of her. One day, Lucy called me at work because she had found pornography on my computer. She was furious. She packed a bag for me and left it in the garage. She kicked me out, and I went to stay in a hotel for a week. I called a friend that was a counselor and asked what next steps I should take. He gave me the name of a Christian counselor and told me that it could get better. We started what would be years of counseling. We started to work on everything, anger, contentment, resentment, and everyone's favorite understanding your feelings. This improved things somewhat. The train wreck of my discontentment with my post-pregnancy body and Micah's critical comments about my body left me feeling completely inadequate. I began to become very controlling with Micah's time during the season as well. I'm not completely sure um, why, but I think it was probably from the insecurities I felt in marriage. In hindsight, I wish a friend or a counselor had just asked, man, how's your relationship with God? Um, Because I've been trying to fight discontentment and pornography with my own strength. I was not pursuing God and I was not seeking him in my sin struggles. Uh, We were plugged into a church and our counselor suggested I confess to our small group. I did work up the courage to share, which made me feel good that I had shared, but that left me with kind of an odd feeling and and kind of left the group kind of wondering, what do we do from here? We spent about seven-ish years in counseling on and off. 
Um, our marriage was characterized by a crazy cycle of things being okay and then going really far downhill. When they went downhill, we were yelling, yelling in front of the kids and saying very critical and hurtful things. Any given argument was so traumatic that we would take days, if not weeks, to resolve it. The yelling increased in frequency until it was almost daily. I was worn out. Our marriage was always hard and hurtful. Earlier in our marriage, when he would escalate and say damaging things, I would be crushed and withdraw. I would turn to scriptures for comfort. Isaiah 54, 5 said, For your maker is your husband, the Lord Almighty is his name. And this verse reminded me that the Lord was ultimately the one to love and care for me in the ways that I needed. Proverbs 30, 23 said, Under three things the earth trembles, under four it cannot bear up. A servant who becomes king, a fool who is full of food, an unloved woman who is married, and a maidservant who displaces her mistress. This verse assured me that it was just not right for a married woman to be unloved. I had several um, verses that also would help me respond to the angry outburst. Proverbs 15.1 says, A gentle answer turns away wrath, reminding me not to snap back and to answer gently when he was angry. And Ecclesiastes 10.4 says, If a ruler's anger rises against you, do not leave your post, for calmness lays great errors to rest. So that would have instructed me to stay the course and to stay calm through his outbursts. But as the years went on, I was so weary, and I stopped trying to handle things God's way. I was increasingly resentful and angry in these interactions. At this point, we began to both escalate during arguments, and two escalators can do an enormous amount of damage in a very short amount of time. When I let my temper loose, I would threaten to take the kids. I would yell as loud as possible. I would say the most hurtful things I could think of, and after those interactions, we would be remorseful for days. I would fantasize about running away, divorcing, and began to let my imagination imagine all the ways the grass would be greener without Micah. Eventually, we were having huge fights almost daily. In 2015, um, Micah was having an angry outburst about the house not being clean, and I just hit a wall. I couldn't take it anymore, and I just I left the house crying. I went to my parents' house, and I stood on their doorstep and told them that I was done. Um, when they asked me what I meant, I didn't even know. Um, they helped us get into a new counselor the next day in a new counselor's office. Um, the, this counselor saw the state I was in and didn't even try to work on anything. Um, she said that I was severely depressed and that I had nothing to work with and needed to get away from everything for at least a week. I had been fantasizing about escaping, so I knew exactly where I wanted to go. The next morning, I left for a spot I'd seen on Instagram, somewhere in the northwest corner of Arkansas. It was raining, and I cried most of the way there. I knew hiking alone in an area I did not know wasn't safe, but I was very numb. I was not suicidal, but I certainly did not care if I died. That week, I went out for a hike every day and spent time with the Lord praying, attempting to sleep, reading scripture, and searching for direction. Getting away from the details of life calmed my mind. Being in nature, reading the word of God, and praying calmed my soul. The Lord drew me to the Psalms, and I have a picture of one of the spots I set up my hammock in for the day, maybe. Okay. <laughs> my takeaway from the time away was just that I could not control Micah. I could only control me. I didn't know if we would be divorced soon or not. 
I was only capable of taking the next best step towards God. If he chose to do the same, hopefully we would begin to get close again. While I was gone, two friends, one of which I'm in community with now and is sitting over here, um, noticed that I wasn't at the elementary school to pick up my children. Um, These two friends had built relationships with me and I trusted them with my story and that was the beginning of us really being willing to widen the circle. After Lucy got back from Arkansas, we began yet another round of counseling. Um, A few months later, we started attending Watermark. Uh, I realized through classes at Watermark that uh, I needed to take my relationship with God seriously. Galatians 2.20 says, I have been crucified with Christ, and it's no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me, gave himself up for me. Through the classes at our church, I began to grow in spiritual disciplines, spending time with God, reading the Bible, memorizing scripture, spending time in prayer, all began to change me. I started running to God instead of running to unhealthy escapes. A couple of verses that were important to me uh, are Galatians 5, 16, which says, but I say, walk by the spirit and you'll not carry out the desires of the flesh. 2 Timothy 2, 22 says, now flee from youthful lusts and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace with those who call on the Lord from a pure heart. We joined the Watermark Community Group. Uh, We gave community permission to challenge me and keep me accountable. Lucy and I agreed uh, to allow each other to take our arguments to community when things were going wrong. So we did continue to have blow-ups, but now we circle back to community. Some of our communities here tonight, and they sure got in our mess with us. Um, we circle back to community to receive godly counsel. I appreciated the men in community pushing into Micah if he'd step out of line with me. I appreciated the women offering godly counsel to me concerning my response to situations and help me see my part in the interactions. Participating in godly community and widening, widening the circle when we were out of bounds or stuck absolutely changed our marriage for the better. Yeah, community was a great buffer for us because when we had a blow up, we were committed to go to community. Choosing to be accountable to other Christians when we messed up opened the door for us to receive biblical counsel. Proverbs 28, 13 says, he who conceals his transgression will not prosper, uh, but he who confesses and forsakes him will find compassion. James 5, 16 says, therefore confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. The effective prayer of a righteous man can accomplish much. So our blow-ups began to be less intense and less frequent. Our marriage stabilized and began to thrive as we pursued God and each other. We became members at Watermark and served in different areas. Our marriage went from daily fights to being able to enjoy each other and grow towards each other. Um, Our children were certainly traumatized by watching us fight in such an ugly way in front of them. Uh, But God allowed them to see the change in us and our marriage in a front row seat. When we were asked to consider serving and re-engage, we were discussing it with the family. We talked about how each week would change and how it would not be easy uh, for the change for the kids. Our then 13-year-old said to us that he wanted us to help and re-engage because he had seen the way that God had worked to change our marriage. Our marriage was exhausting for at least 14 of the 18 and a half years we've been married. The past few years, we've been learning to more closely follow God, to be in the word, seek godly counsel within our community, and to ask for and give for, uh, forgiveness, and to expect and accept each other as sinners that need Jesus. Now I enjoy Micah's company. I smile when I see him come in the room. 
He pursues me for dates. He is quick to listen and slow to become angry. Um, Conflict happens, but it is handled completely differently. Arguments last part of a day at most. The normal for your marriage can change. God changes people. He changes their hearts. He changes how they love and how they deal with conflict. Going through re-engage, I was reminded that I needed to put Lucy above myself. Philippians 2, 3 through 4 says, Do nothing from selfishness or empty conceit, but with humility of mind, regard one another as more important than yourselves. Do not merely look out for your own personal interests, but also for the interests of others. I realize that my ability to love Lucy comes from God. The grass is greener where you water it. I needed to work on my marriage and not just hope that it turns out well. One big takeaway from Reengage for me is that we schedule a time once a week to check in with meaningful questions like, how did you feel love this week? And how can I pray for you this week? Ephesians 5.28 says, so husbands ought also to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his own wife loves himself. Looking back, I can see that God was pursuing me and my marriage. He provided friends and family to babysit our um, children for free while we attended counseling. Uh, He counseled me through the Psalms in Arkansas. He provided friends that noticed when I was gone. He provided a brave community that cared enough to ask hard questions and to get elbow deep into our mess. I felt like the re-engage program was a little more diagnostic for me because we did it as apprentice leaders after our marriage had stabilized. Reengage, um, I would say it helped me shorten the amount of time it takes me to apologize, and I learned to actually turn around and ask for forgiveness. That was new. We had learned um, some great terminology for our negative conflict patterns, so when those patterns show up, we have some verbiage to talk about what's going on and the confidence to say things like, I'm escalating. Um, this isn't healthy. Maybe we could table it for a minute, and I could calm down, and we could try again in a little bit. So if you're new to re-engage, know that the re-engage curriculum is done in a closed group, so you will have a chance to be in community with godly leaders and others running to God to heal their marriages. Um, God-focused community and choosing to open up to biblical counsel played a vital role in the turnaround we experienced. Yeah, if you're in a marriage that is nothing but hard, uh, we just want to say there's hope. God is in the business of changing people. He resurrected our marriage. Pursue God. Get into community with godly people. Be transparent and willing to share and receive counsel. God can change you, your spouse, and your marriage. Thank you for letting us share.